Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months, now through December 2nd. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforumc.org. It's great to talk to you again. Welcome into the Luke Kelly Show, podcast that comes out every single Monday and Wednesday, wherever you get your podcast, pretty much, except iTunes, because they're lame. They don't want to join the Luke Kelly Show party. I don't know why, but they should want to. It's great to talk to you again, not to see you again, because this is just an audio podcast. Eventually, we'll work in some video until I get skilled enough to do that. And I wish you would be able to see my face, because especially this week on the podcast, I want to talk about who you look like. I, this week, or last week, I should say, got told twice Oh, man, you really look like someone I know. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I don't know who that is. I don't think I've ever seen you before. I got that a couple of times last week. One was from an older gentleman. He was like, I swear I know you. Where have I seen you before? Have you worked at this location before? Talking about at a Verizon store. I'm like, no, sir. This is my first day here. He said, uh, no, I, I I, think I've seen you at like a restaurant. Do you work at a restaurant? It's like, no, sir, I don't. He goes, oh, are you from New Albany? No, sir, I, I'm not from New Albany. I mean, he was digging to try to get to know who I was, where he's seen me before. I have one of those basic faces. I have one of those faces that looks like everyone in their friend group could have a friend that looks like this person. I'm that friend. I have a very basic face. I have a face that a lot of people can get confused for others. Because when it's just a general face, like I don't think that um, I was made with a lot of customs. You know, a pretty standard basic model. No upgrades on this face. It was just whatever my parents could afford at that time. Yeah, just give them that nose. Oh, the hair, yeah. He could look like everybody else. We we already have four. He's the fifth one. So what does it really matter? It, it, no, just give him the basics. Crank windows. Manual. That's, that's all we need in this one. Yeah, I just compared the looks of my face to a car. That's how I've always felt about it. All right, nothing special here. I'll get you to A to B but I'm just going to do it in basic necessities. You're going to have to shift. You're going to have to do all those things. Undo the windows, cassette player. If you're old enough to know what a cassette player is, 
I'm just old enough to know, so I shouldn't really even say that. But that's who I am. I'm sorry to say it. I should be talking a little bit higher about myself. But it's so funny because I've gotten that a lot throughout my life was, hey, you look like someone I know. And when I was in college, this happened quite a bit. I had two college teammates that everyone said we all looked alike. Professors would get us confused. They'd be like, I thought I just had you in my last class. Or how come you weren't in class on Tuesday? I'm like, I was in class on Tuesday. Like, no, you weren't. Yes, I was. I signed the sheet. And for a while, there was a professor that actually had to have a conversation with our baseball coach because they kept uh, thinking that I was missing class, but really it was another one of my teammates because they just lumped us all together as like one person. It was super funny. I'm like, oh no, that's not how this one goes. All right. I always thought that I had some unique features, but I guess I don't. I want to be unique. I want to have that special look. I just don't have it. Maybe I'll get some Botox. Maybe I'll get some some sort of plastic surgery to make me look a little different. It's so funny because sometimes you'll get people that will want plastic surgery so that way they can look like celebrities. I don't want any of that plastic surgery. I just want some plastic surgery that will make me stand out a little bit differently. Just so I could be my own unique person. In all honesty... I don't want to look like a celebrity. I don't want to look like anyone else. I kind of enjoy my face. Like, I don't think I would be able to handle an upgraded version of my face because maybe people would confuse me for celebrities all the time. I don't think that would happen. But there was a lady when I was at work last week that asked if I've ever been told that I look like Kiefer Sutherland. You know who he is? I remember him from the show. I, I, I honestly loved it. I can't believe that it was only on TV for one year and then switched over to Netflix. But Designated Survivor, I thought that was a great show. I was really into it. And to be told that I looked like the fake president of the United States of America was a real honor. It was. I was almost about to tell her, I'd be like, oh, you know what, that was such a nice compliment, I would put you in my cabinet. But I, I Googled Kiefer Sutherland after this lady left. And I'm like, there's no way that I look like Kiefer Sutherland. No way. I was like, this lady must be high. This lady must not really know what he looks like. Maybe her eyesight just isn't that good. I don't see it. I went home and I told Nora, I was like, you know who I was just told I, I, I look like today? She was like, who? I was like, it's a celebrity. She started guessing all these younger celebrities. I'm like, no. Kiefer Sutherland. She goes, who's he? Now, Nora's not really good with knowing actors' names. I'm not the greatest at it either. And she was like, who is that? I was like, you remember when I used to watch Designated Survivor? He was the president. She was like, no way. You do not look like him at all. I was like, here, let's put up a side-by-side. Do you see it now? She was like, no, I do not see it. She was like, is this this lady okay? Maybe she was just hitting on you. She was like, how old was this person? I was like, don't worry. She was an older lady. 
I was like, I, I wouldn't take that as a compliment anyway. I, I think that there would be a lot of other celebrities that you would, if you were hitting on someone, you would give them a higher like class of, um, or like a higher uh, compliment of who you actually looked like. But I guess Kiefer Sutherland, maybe the lady was hitting on me. Maybe she finds him really attractive. Sorry, lady. Did you see the ring on my finger? It's shiny. It's all nice. I'm holding up my ring finger right now like you could see it. And I don't even have my wedding ring on right now. Well, I have a wedding ring on, but it's not the one that I usually wear when I'm out and about. When I'm at home, I have one that I wear. It's like one of those silicone rings. I just wear that one around the house so that way I don't scratch it up as much. Or, you know, and then this one, you know, if it falls off while I'm doing yard work or anything like that, it's not that big of a deal. I don't want to lose a good one. I don't want to do that one at all. But I swear, if I looked like a celebrity, if I were a celebrity, I wouldn't have had worry about my car problems this week. I was really scared. I was super nervous with what was going on with my car. On Tuesday, I started it up. I'm like, okay, this is fine. And then I got about a block away from the house. I noticed my check engine light was on. I started to panic. I called Nora on my way to work. I'm like, just to let you know, check engine light is on. And you know that feeling that you get. Whenever your check engine light goes on, your head, it goes to the worst case scenario of what could be wrong with your car, right? You're like, oh, it's the transmission. It's the engine. It's all these high-priced items. And I thought that's what it was going to be. My car is a 2014 Chevy Cruze. Nothing special. Nothing at all is really cool about it. They have power windows. It's about the only cool thing that I have on my car. Other than that, I would never say, hey, yeah, you see that Chevy Cruze over there? I drive it. Would never say that. Say, so, yeah, the, I, I drive a car. I would never go into much detail about it. So I get home on Tuesday from work, and I told Nora, I was like, hey, check engine lights on. She was like, yeah, you should probably go and get that looked at at some point this week. So I go to tire discounters on Wednesday. And I know this is probably not the place to go to for this, but I told the guy, I said, hey, listen, I was like, I just got my brakes done here when I got my last oil change. I didn't know if it was something that maybe you guys slipped up on or maybe there's something that you guys need to revisit. And that's the reason why the check engine light came on. And he goes, uh, I don't think that would be it. And I described the symptoms of the car. He was like, okay, well, go over them again for me because I don't think it's a brake issue anyway. It's like, okay. So when I start to accelerate, the car's RPMs just skyrocket. And it will be fine while I'm driving it. But as soon as I slow down and then I come to a stop, my car just starts to like almost skip. He was like, yeah, I have no idea what that is, but I can't get you in today. Well, we could get you in tomorrow. So, okay. And you'll be able to take a look at the check engine light. So like, yeah, we'll be able to do all that. And I said, now just to let you know, I went to O'Reilly's and they said that they couldn't read it because of a spark plug that was connected to that thing where you do your hookup at, they can't get a reading on it. 
they said the spark plugs out. And he's like, oh, it's, it's no problem. We'll take a look at it. So I had to schedule out on Friday. That was the soonest that I could get in for this. So I go in there. And on Friday morning, I wake up early, bring my car in at 8 o'clock in the morning. So the last thing that you want to do at 8 o'clock in the morning is take your car in. So I get there. I spend about an hour. And the lady at the counter goes, all right, well, we didn't see anything with your car. Your brakes and everything were great. I said, that's not what I told him that I really needed to be looked at. I told him, you know, like the car, the RPM shoot up right away. And then they start to go down really, really fast when you start to break. And I kept going over the whole thing. And I said, I told him it wasn't a brake issue. And she was like, well, that's what we had you down for. And I said, it shouldn't have been that. I was very clear with the guy that it was not a brake issue. And she was like, well, all we could do is check the brakes for you. I started to get mad. And I didn't want to freak out on this lady because, look, now I kind of work in the customer service realm and I don't want to get really angry with someone. I was upset, but I didn't want to take my frustration out on this lady. It's like, okay, well, how much is it going to be? I was just thinking that she was going to say, ah, don't worry about it. But nope, they charged me $35 to go look at it. Now, listen, I understand everybody has to get paid, right? I don't want somebody to miss out on money. But it was very quick. I waited an hour for my car, but it was really, they only had my car back there for about 15 minutes. That's it. It wasn't even a full hour that they had it back in a bay. And I I was upset for the main reason that now I have to find another place to take my car. So I call around to Chevy dealerships because they told me that the only place that could fix that issue with the spark plug and the check engine light, I would have to take it to a dealership. So I call a whole bunch of Chevy dealerships in the area. They all tell me, sorry, sir, we won't be able to get you in today. It looks like we could get you in on the 22nd, the 25th, the 28th, like a, of this month. You don't have anything sooner? So my check engine lights on. I don't want anything else to go wrong with this thing. I don't want to keep driving it and making the problem even worse on my car. And they're like, I'm sorry, all we could do is get you in on the 22nd. And I understand there's nothing that, you know, the person on the phone can do in that scenario. But it's just like, I'm calling you because I have this problem. Like, I can understand if it was next week. I could understand if they couldn't see me until Monday or Tuesday of next week. But a week and a half? To me, that's a little extreme. So now, I'm even more panicked. Well, I'm going to have to drive my car all next week, and I'm just going to make this problem worse. I'm going to have to end up buying a new car. And I do not want to buy a new car right now. This car is super sentimental to me, okay? Even though I don't brag about this car, but you know how it goes. When you buy your first car, you love it more than what you should because you bought it. You worked hard to get that car. I didn't have a co-signer, nothing on it. I was super happy when I finally paid that thing off. So I was like, I don't want to lose it just yet. I want to hang on until this car is not running anymore. 
So I called Nora and I said, hey, listen, this is the runaround that I'm getting from all these different Chevy dealerships in town. Can you ask your coworker if they could get me in at their dealership? It wasn't a Chevy dealership, but it was a Honda dealership and the owner, I guess the umbrella of the company that runs that has a Chevy dealership within their auto group so they could get the part very easily and their mechanics could work on it and everything. So she told me, she was like, I'll check into it. Let's see if we could get you in today. And thankfully, they were able to get me in on Friday. I got my car back on Sunday or on Saturday and the car is running great. It's running fine. That's all I needed was to get in and give my car a chance so that way they could tell me what's wrong with it. It was nothing huge. I mean... It depends. It was kind of expensive, but in retrospect, when it comes to cars, everything's expensive, so it wasn't that bad. There is a valve that I guess wasn't working properly because of the electrical issue. That's what they told me. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm super stupid when it comes to car stuff. That is so foreign to me. You could be really good with, like, say, computers And you know that really well, but there's some other things in life that you just don't get or understand. Cars are like that for me. I I don't understand cars. I know how to drive a car. I don't know how to change my oil. I don't know how to change a tire. I don't know how to do anything. So I'm just really, really happy that I went to a place that wasn't like, oh yeah, it's this, 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 and this, and that wrong with your car and try and take advantage of me. Like, I don't want that to happen. Like, I would never take advantage of someone else's situation. But it's just always scary whenever you have to take your car to a car dealership. You always think for the worst. You always start car shopping. <sighs> it's back, and it's good. That's all that matters, okay? I could get that off my chest. I am all good when it comes to my car now. It's paid off. Don't want any other car payments. And I'm just happy that when I get into my car, I'm able to turn on my radio and hear some good music. Well, lately, not good music. It's not good music because I've had one song that has followed me for about the last month or so. Whenever I turn my car on, I hear Charlie Pluth's voice start singing, You turn me on like a light switch. Ugh. That song to me, in Charlie Pluth's voice, is nails on a chalkboard. Every single time, I have to change the channel. But it's like following me around. Whatever radio station I go to, he pops up. I don't want to listen to that dude. I've never been a big fan of Charlie Pluth. And he just seems to follow me. When I was working in a a format that played Charlie Pluth. I would hear a song all the time. And this was a while ago. So this is like when he first broke out on the scene and I would hear, it's like, um, I, I don't even remember the name of the song, but every single time it would come on, I would just like, oh, turn the studio monitors down. I don't want to hear this song. But that's how it happens for me. Whenever I hear a song, it follows me for a very long time. It will be a month straight. I'm hoping that a new song comes out 
and that one starts to follow me just so that way I don't have to listen to Charlie Puth anymore. But before Charlie, it was Taylor Swift. She was following me around for months. And there's a bigger reason why Taylor Swift was following me around for months. One, my wife is a really big Taylor Swift fan. She is a Swifty, okay? I shouldn't say she's a Taylor Swift fan because I don't want her to come at me with the baseball bat. She is a Swifty. Call her what she is. But Message in a Bottle, that song followed me around for a really long time. And listen, I actually like that song, so I could vibe to it a little bit. But after you hear it so many times in a row, you're like, okay, I can't do this anymore. We got to hear something else. And whenever it was something else, if I were in the car with Nora, it would be another Taylor Swift song. Not too happy about that, but it is what it is. I mean, I used to like to listen to Taylor Swift. I've always been a fan of her. And then Nora really got into her, and she started to listen to Taylor Swift just a little bit too much. And it made me go like, oh, man, Taylor Swift. I don't know if I can listen to you anymore, lady. I got enough of her. But it's okay. Because I still love you, Taylor. There was a time in my life, I swear, that I probably had a Taylor Swift CD. I shouldn't be admitting this. Playing in my, what year was my car? I think it was a 2000 Monte Carlo, maybe a 19. No, it was a 1998 Chevy Monte Carlo. It was green with yellow hubcaps, baby. I think I had a couple of Taylor Swift CDs in there. But uh, sometimes when you leave your house, sometimes when, when you get in the car and you hear that same song over and over again, it makes you think that like you never want to get back in your car because you never want to hear that song again. But listen, I got to get out of my car so my dog can get to town on our pillows at home. This is so bizarre. My dog, she's great. She's she's an attention whore. She always needs someone to be petting her, play with her. She always needs some sort of affection. Okay, that's just who she is. She never humps anything when we're at home. Never. But lately, let me tell you what. She has been going to town on all the pillows in the house. In my bedroom, in the guest bedroom, on the couch, anywhere there's pillows, that's good enough for her. She doesn't need anything fancy. But we just can't be home. And I'm happy I don't have to see her start humping all these pillows But it just makes me think of, man, how long did she actually go to town on that pillow? It could have been like five minutes. Could have been two minutes. She did it like two minutes. It's like more realistic. But I've just never seen a dog do that before. I've Well, I've seen dogs hump other things and sometimes people's legs, but I've never seen a dog that just humps pillows when their parents aren't home. Because that's what my dog's doing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the camera that we have inside of our house into our guest bedroom because that's where she really goes to town at because we always say that's her bedroom because she sleeps in there a lot and everything. So I wonder if I set that camera up in that room, 
I would see her go to town on those pillows. Should probably wash those pillowcases before we have guests come over the next time. But if we don't, I'm not going to tell them. Hopefully they don't listen. The next guests don't listen to this podcast. I don't want to gross them out. Or maybe it is a good way to have them learn about it and then bring their own pillows. I always find that's better anyway. Whenever you go to someone's house, you bring your own pillows. I do it now. I had to learn the hard way for a very long time, but now I bring my own pillows wherever I go. Always travel with your own pillows. I thought this was a very fun episode. Covered a lot in this week's episode. I mean, we got to talk about Rory. That's my dog, Rory. Uh, She's awesome. We got to talk about her. Got to talk about someone thinking that I look like Kiefer Sutherland. All my car issues. Hopefully, on Wednesday, I could tell you some other cool stories that we could talk about on this podcast. Remember, tell your friends about this show. Follow me on social media, at Luke Kelly Show. Monday, Wednesdays, 20 to 30 minutes. Let's see how long we've gone so far. Let me take a look. We're about 25 minutes, just shy of 25 minutes. So I feel like this is a good, adequate episode of the Luke Kelly Show. So I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Lucky Land Slots. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.